Hello, welcome to July 2019's PS Plus Roundup. This month is Detroit Become Human and Horizon Chase Turbo. I did mention on the last roundup that there'd been some controversy this month. I'm going to talk about that a bit later. But first, I wanted to just talk about the games. So I'd already played Detroit Become Human fully. I bought it. In fact, I think I pre-ordered it. Or bought it day one or something. I, it was near day one. I paid full price for it. And I got the d digital uh, deluxe edition, which is the same version that they've given out now. And actually with that, you get heavy rain as well. So that's like pretty cool. If I remember rightly, Heavy Rain has already been a free game as well. But don't hold me to that. I'm pretty sure it has. If it has, I will get to it as I go back and play over the previous games. But not that I'm, I'm not going to play the whole thing, but I can show you it. So, not only do you get Detroit, but you also get Heavy Rain. I recommend playing Heavy Rain first, as there is a quite a big technological difference heavy rain as much as i adore it i really love it it doesn't control very well the, the controls are shit so play that first and it'll also like give you an idea of what to expect and the branches are more there's more branches in detroit compared to heavy rain there's still quite a lot of branches i, I was impressed with heavy rain with how many branches there were and there is more in, there is a lot more in Detroit. So definitely play them in order, I would say. If you can, even play Beyond Two Souls as well before you play Detroit. But that's not as necessary because it, it's a very different feeling game. It doesn't have quite the same structure as Heavy Rain and Detroit do. So Detroit, it is developed by Quantic Dream, who obviously also developed Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls. And Fahrenheit or Indigo Prophecy, depending on where you're from. I also played Fahrenheit or Indigo Prophecy on my channel as well. I hadn't played that one before. And so I played that after I played Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls. It was an experience. That's all I can say. Um, I can't say I was a fan. I recommend watching it. Like, if you're a fan of Quantic Dream... It's interesting to go back and see where they started. I know they do have another game, but I haven't played that. Anyway, back to Detroit. I did kind of hesitate a little bit buying full price, but that is literally just for financial reasons. But it's a choice that I never regretted. Even though it is free right now, I still don't regret playing, uh, paying full price because the experience and the buzz that was around that time was brilliant. I got to play it as soon as it came out. I got to put it on my channel. Nobody watched it, but that's not the point. I got to play it as quick as I could. And then I got to watch my favourite YouTuber play it as well. And then see them get different endings. And then they played it again on stream to get different endings. And I got to watch that. And it was a good time. I wouldn't have been able to join into the you know, the live hype of it because i wouldn't have wanted any spoilers so it was what and i wanted to support quantic dream because as much as they get shit on they do like they've got vi like they have got vision i think some people hate like they go on about david cage this david cage that and to be, i don't really care like i enjoyed the game <laughs> that's kind of 
that's all I can say about it. So, in case you don't know, in case you don't know all about Quantic Dream or anything, they basically create games that are they're story based for sure. They include a lot of choices. They have QTEs for action sequences and stuff, and they are known for the branches and make being a create your own story type game but it's less point and click than telltale it is more cinematic it's quite i like to describe it as interactive movie um you get to choose your dialogue as well and some of them you play as multiple characters some of them you play as one character just depends which game it is um they all kind of have their own feel their own genre heavy rain was like a noir crime mystery and uh, Detroit is more futuristic sci-fi obviously it's about AI in case you didn't know that as well I should start with like a description of what it is shouldn't I it is about androids and it is set in a world where people buy androids and use them as their slaves basically but Androids are starting to deviate and think for themselves and they've just they've evolved into I guess it's up to the player to decide whether they actually can be their own being because they aren't human, but that's part of the title. Detroit become human. Um it is there's a lot of thinking to be done while you're playing this game and after it. Um I just got absorbed straight away. Um, and I, yeah I was thinking about it for a long time after I finished playing as well it did like affect me for a while so especially some of the later scenes in the game and some of the ones I didn't get in my playthrough like there is some powerful scenes so yeah interactive movie style but if that sounds dull like it's not that's See, to me, that doesn't sound dull at all. That sounds amazing. Like, how else? People say that these type of games aren't proper games. But at the same time, how else are you ever going to get that type of experience? Because you can't... In a movie, you can't choose what a person's going to say. So... And for me, when I get to make those choices, or what they're going to do, what they're going to say, whatever, when I get to make those choices, I get wholeheartedly immersed. Um compared to a movie where I get immersed but it's not me making them choices and if a character makes a bad choice and you've chosen it that's on you and I really like that um it's not something that you can get in a film because in a film if a character makes a bad choice you're just like what you doing you idiot you can't do that in the game because you're the one that chose it so in that regard like just it's worth giving them a go. Like, if you're sceptic, just please try it for yourself. Don't even watch anyone else play it. Try it for yourself. Because there are so many different ways the story could go. And it's better. It's really cool when you just take your own choices from your own heart. So during the game, you can play as, you play as three characters. Um, there is... I don't know how into detail to go here. I'm not going to spoil the story. But there is Connor, who is works with the is it the fbi or the police something he's like a detective bot there is kara who is like a house bot 
and there is Marcus who um, looks after an old man. So he's also kind of like a house carer bot. These are the three characters that we then get to know and go on an adventure with them. And that's all I want to say, to be honest. You know, it's about AI. It's about there are moral dilemmas. There is philosophical ideas um, to be explored. It might help you get into your own head if you go into it and make some choices and then you're like, question yourself sometimes. I don't want to talk about Detroit too much, so I'll just do a quick summary. I actually did a Let's Chat already of this game. I think it was like my first Let's Chat because after I played it, I had so much I wanted to talk about. Um, I wanted to summarise over it and stuff. So you can find that in the Detroit playlist, which is has got the whole game in it as well. It'll be at the end of that. And as a quick summary for this video slash podcast, I want to say... The music is brilliant. They put so much detail into it. Like they gave each of the three characters their own themes and their own instruments. And they really worked to create the separate atmosphere for each separate character. Now obviously the characters cross over a little bit as well. So I just think tonally they nailed it. Um, Visually it is stunning. It is just gorgeous. Um... I guess Quantic Dream are kind of known for that as well, or at least from Detroit, um, at least from Beyond Two Souls they are, because like, that was PS3 game, and that looks still looks stunning to this day. Uh, Heavy Rain, maybe not so much. It, I can't remember it standing out to me, but Beyond, yes. So also Detroit is just another level as well. It's gorgeous. The people look amazing. <laughs> the dog doesn't look so great, but that's the only thing really. Yeah, the story engaging. I was happy with the ending, even though there's lots of different endings you can get. I was happy with the one that I got. Um, it felt satisfying, although not all good. I don't really know what else to say except from just pick it up, try it. It's really good. <laughs> But also don't go into it like, this is going to be the best game of my life. Because that kind of spoils it as well. Just go into it like, this would be a good experience. And take what you can from it. Make Try and be honest with your decisions. Either choose whether you want to roleplay it. Or if you want to make your own, own decisions. And then just stick to that. And see where it takes you. So next up was Horizon Chase Turbo and like I said in a video that kind of had mixed reviews already going into it like as soon as it was announced everyone was like oh my god it's shit it's a mobile game and then a lot of people seemed to come around when they played it. Now it depends a lot to me whether you like racing games like I said in my video I am not a fan of racing games particularly. So the only time I like them is like with friends and just having a laugh rather than taking it serious, trying to be a completionist, win all the races and stuff. I just, if I'm honest, I find them more frustrating than anything. So going into it, I was like, ah, it's not going to be my cup of tea, but I'll just try it. And I thought it was enjoyable. Like it's the kind of game what is good that you can just pick up 
play for a little bit and then put down and then come back to it another time you still know exactly what you have to do there's like you know there's only three controls or something and then it's something that you can just hop in hop out of and i think that's quite nice it's like i was describing it as arcadey i don't know if that's right but it's like it's not realistic don't go into it for realism the controls are strange which you can't you probably can't get a sense of when you're watching. I'm not. I don't mean the controls. I mean the the actual feel of driving, like the as the road bends, it turns you already. So you've just got to kind. You're more in charge of your placement on the road more than anything else. So it's not realistic in that sense. Don't be like looking for something that technical. Um, I did like the graphics to be honest. Um, basically there's a a few modes there's a tournament mode uh where you just do a few races and then you know see if you come out on top there is like playground mode where you can just go around the lap yourself you know try and set a best time or whatever or get to know the map and then there is the world tour which is the main campaign of the game and you go to all these different countries and then they are split into different cities and then the cities are split into different races so there are quite a lot of races there are tokens that you can collect and if you get first place you get trophy for that as well and then if you get all the tokens you get a super trophy and then if you get you have to manage your fuel a bit as well as you go um but by manage your fuel i mean pick up fuel tokens and you know drive through them try not to crash uh, but you won't get disqualified if you hit anyone um it started off fairly easy for me i was fine i was getting first place and then as it went on i was like dropping behind a bit that's natural for me that's usually what happens the more trophies and scores that you collect it gives you a bigger overall score and then that score is what decides what you unlock so you will unlock upgrade rounds which are races and if you win if you come top three in the race you win an upgrade to all of your cars depending on your score you also unlock new cars obviously you can change the colors and stuff they have different statistics but they will all get upgraded when you win the upgrade races and then also it unlocks new countries so i went as far as just getting to the second country and then i tried out the different modes as well and it was fine like it was it was all right it was fun enough while i played it but it's not something that i really want to go back to if you're looking for something to just jump in and out of and if you enjoy racing games i'd say exactly what you want if you're not keen on racing games you're probably not gonna like it um i still never figured out if there's a multiplayer i think there must be because it goes off your you know your, P your playstation name and in the bottom corner there was like four squares and one of them had my picture in so i'm assuming that you can play with friends but it wasn't obvious to me how you do it there was also friend scoreboards and worldwide scoreboards in case you want to you know try and beat everyone you can do that as well it's all i can really think of to say um it was all right it's kind of the best i've got so that was horizon chase turbo next i just <laughs> i'm bringing up the controversy i'm going to address it this time so 
the PS Plus games get announced the last Wednesday of the month, right? And then they get released the next Tuesday. That's how it always is. So, on the Wednesday, they announced that we were going to get Horizon Chase Turbo and Pro Evolution Soccer 2019, right? They were the games that they announced on Wednesday. The internet, like, went mad. <laughs> Some people were looking forward to the Pro Evolution Soccer game. But the majority were like, Whoa, these games are shit. Which, right, okay. I wasn't into them either, but I wasn't like kicking off because we just had a good month. I thought June was a good month. So, what they did on Tuesday, the day that they released the game, is they were like, oh, you're not getting Pro Evolution Soccer anymore. You're getting Detroit Become Human. And then the internet went crazy again. They were like, what? We really wanted Pro Evolution Soccer. <laughs> now, I love Detroit. And it's good that people are getting to play it. And it's quite soon. Like, it didn't come out. I don't even think it's a year old yet. So, it's a very nice game to be getting. Granted, it has gone quite cheap in the sales as far as I know. But it's a pretty good game to be getting. Especially if it's something that you wouldn't buy yourself. But... If you try it, I think you would like it. Well, not everyone, but a lot of people. So, as much as I love Detroit, I was like, that's wrong. <laughs> I just think it's wrong. The thing is, a lot of the people that were looking forward to Pro Evolution Soccer were people that like play FIFA and stuff, and they wanted to try the other one. And I think they were saying... That there's going to be a demo for the newer one coming soon as well. So obviously I guess they were coming on PS Plus to build hype for the next one. And then whatever happened I don't know. All I've read is that the it wasn't on Pro Evolution Soccer's end that the, they didn't pull out. It seems like there hasn't been an announcement. It just seems like PlayStation was like... Well, nobody liked that, so let's give them something else. But the problem was, there were people that were looking forward to it. And if that had been me, I would have been so angry. It's just wrong. What they could have done, or if no one's happy, like, people aren't happy with what we're doing. Let's give them an extra game. Considering they're only giving us two now, before they were giving us, like, sometimes there was, say, seven games in one month. It was ridiculous. And... What's the harm now? Now that they've knocked it down to two, what's the harm in giving an, an extra? It would like, people would then just start praising them left, right, and center. It would be amazing marketing. Instead, what they did is get rid of a game that quite a few people were excited to play and replaced it. And I just thought it was wrong. I really did. Like I say, and that's not, that's coming from someone who enjoys Detroit, and I'm glad that people are going to get to play it. I'd still think it was wrong. It should have been extra. In previous months, they used to, like, give just random extras. Like, they would give you a PlayLink game or a VR game. Or so just something random even sometimes. And now it is literally just the two games a month. They can afford to give you more, you know. Like, it's not like... They're not losing out. But yeah, like, I think they get enough subscribers. So, that's that. That's the controversy and that is my opinions on it. 
I think they would be. I, I do not know. Whoever made the decision, I don't know what they were thinking. That is my personal opinion. Because if they had looked close enough into the outrage, they would have found the people that were also defending them. So, I mean, and it can't please everyone every month. This month, imagine if you were a sports fan. You would have loved having a football game and a racing game. The same as I like the months where we get only story games. You know what I mean? It It's it's a balance. You can't please everyone. And instead, they just pissed off everyone. <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought it was a very stupid decision. Now, to finish off this video slash podcast, predictions for august since i am on time or at least at the time of recording this i'm on time i can't guarantee that this will come out before august but it should or at least before the august games are announced god that's gonna come wrong quick isn't it hmm my predictions are well i want to base it on the fact that lately i have noticed a trend I'm not so sure about this month but previous months has been the trend where the game they have released has been relevant in some way to something that is coming up. It is all about marketing. I've noticed that since I started working in marketing. So the likes of Sonic with the film coming out, Borderlands with Borderlands 3 coming out, Overcooked, where Overcooked 2's DLC is all coming out. I think I might have predicted this before, but I've got to go maybe Watch Dogs one or two or both but they're not going to do that but watch dogs because the concept of that game looks unreal and if they can start building the hype it's going to be so well talked about and it's it's kind of a similar thing like cyberpunk is coming out this year i think and the only reason that i really know about it is because everyone is so hyped for it similar to death stranding as well and I think that word of mouth means a lot. And I think releasing Watch Dogs will be a very good marketing strategy. In my opinion. <laughs> in my unprofessional opinion. And as for another game. I would like something like. I don't know if they will because they just did What Remains of Edith Finch not too long ago. But I would like something like Dear Esther. Or Firewatch as well. That would be a hope, but it's not really a prediction. Um, probably something really small. Um, something that doesn't cost a lot. Something like Unravel. That would be cool. Yeah, I'm going to say Unravel. Watch Dogs. One or two or both or either. I don't know. And Unravel. That is my prediction. Because I really... Again, it's a hope because I really want to play Unravel. <laughs> And that is July. We are halfway through the month. Eh? <laughs> We're halfway through the year, even. We're over halfway, actually. Jesus. That means that I have been doing... Wait. January, February, March, April, May, June, July. I have been doing this for seven months now, which is unreal. At the beginning, I did say that I was going to start working my way backwards through last year's games because I still have all of them to try as well I have like two months worth installed and ready to go on my PlayStation and I'm hoping by August I'm gonna have a bit more time as I am moving into my own house 
which is going to free up my evenings. I don't have to kind of schedule around anyone else anymore. So I'm hoping to crank out the content. So I'll be able to do the monthly ones. I'll be able to start going back over the 2018 games and get back onto Spider-Man and XCOM, finish them and get onto the Nonary Games, Virtue's Last Reward and Uncharted 2. <laughs> that is my plan and if I could get all that done this year, I would be really happy. <laughs> I don't know why Like this feels like it should be a separate video. This it's basically a channel update. <laughs> I don't know why everyone needed to know that, but I'm glad to get it off my chest. That is my plans. So thank you for listening, and I can I will see you in August for whatever them games are because I can't tell you yet because I've finally done a video on time. <laughs> thank you. See you later. Bye now. Do you know what? I had another thought. I've literally just reset up my mic just so that I can add this on. Scratch Watchdogs, Wolfenstein, that is my prediction. One or both of, or all, well, not all, <laughs> some of the Wolfenstein, it has, Wolfenstein 1 or 2, please, that would be an awesome PS Plus game, and because the new one is coming out soon as well, and I would love for more people to play Wolfenstein. Not that I want to play it, but I've watched it and I love the story. It was brilliant. So, Wolfenstein for August. Please. <laughs>